You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. That's the shark. Hello and good day, San Jose. Welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Dylan Kayser. You can follow myself on Twitter at DYL underscore THPN. You can follow the show, the Stick Hungry Podcast on Twitter at Stick Hungry Pod. You can find the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Pod Net. Make sure you give that a follow. Uh, you can find Producer T. You can find him on Twitter at producer underscore T E E. Even though he's uh he's on a little trip right now. I don't know I don't quite know where he's at, but once again he's MIA. Um and that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say there. Uh but anyways, it's just gonna be me this episode for the next twenty to thirty minutes rambling on about the San Jose Sharks and the trade deadline. I'm recording on Saturday at about, uh, what is it right now? 1.45 p.m. So I apologize if this is outdated uh, because you know what? You're right in the middle of trade deadline right now. It's it's pretty much over by the time you've heard this podcast. But you know what? I always think it's pretty interesting to see the contrast between what we think going into the trade deadline and what actually transpires. And you're going to be able to hear it all on this episode of the Stick Hungry Podcast. Uh, so for this episode, we have a open phone. We have a text through the open phone. No Shane rap. No Shane rap this week. Although, you know what? This guy sent me so many raps. I, I may have just missed one, but I don't think there's a Shane rap this week. Um, there's no Solomon call. No Solomon call. He's uh he's taking a week off. That's that's all right. We we still love you, bud. But at three ka, he came through with a the big text uh for the open phone, and it's uh it's it's gonna it's gonna prod some some conversation. So it's a good one. We're also gonna do a tankathon later in this episode, and we're also gonna break down a poll question, a trade deadline inspired poll question. So let's just get right into the show, folks. Uh, I forgot to mention, we're not doing a game review this week, uh, just because, you know, the whole trade deadline's going on. Uh, you know, two losses, one to the Panthers, a 5-3 loss, uh, a 2-1 loss to the Devils this past week. We talked with Bayou Benders, a uh, great interview, by the way, and give him a follow at Bayou Benders, uh, the host of the New Jersey Devils show on the Hockey Podcast Network. We talked with him about the Devils for, for quite a bit last episode, so we're just going to leave that one be, and we're going to talk about... The open phone segment. We're going to start off with that. How about that? Once again, at 3KA, he really pulled through with a big text. And folks, if you want to contribute to the open phone segment, you can give us a voicemail or a text at 669-201-9545. That's 669-201-9545. And a big shout out to open phone uh, for supplying us with this number. Folks, if you need 
a business phone or a second line or say you're in Canada and you need an American line, check out Open Phone. Uh, super great rates. It, it, I mean, it's extremely affordable for what it is. It gives you a business phone on an app, essentially. It's great. So here we go. At 3KA, he sent us a text, and it was a big one. Uh, this was uh, last Wednesday, and we actually we missed it. We apologized to 3KA. We missed it last week, but we're coming through, as promised. We're going to read out your text. So here it is. He says, now that I've slept on the Dylan trade, I'm not as upset about it. Alec Martinez brought back two second round picks and I feel like Dylan could have brought in an equal value. But then I listened to Doug Wilson's presser on the trade and I feel like we took a smaller return so that Dylan could go to a team with a higher chance of winning the cup. And after his interview, after the Florida game about his feelings on wanting to be a shark, even in a dog shit year like this, he loved being here and gave it 100% all the time. I think a guy like that deserves to be put on a good place uh, for less return than what he's worth. Uh, great, great text. Uh, he actually sent in two texts. I'll get into the second one in a bit. Um, I'll just touch on that quickly, and I'm going to get into it a bit more uh, later in the episode. I agree. I mean, I like that Brendan Dillon gets a chance to go to a team that has a chance to win the cup. I mean, I think the Washington Capitals have to be in the top three right now. Let's let's be honest. Uh, Ovechkin's buzzing. The rest of the team's looking pretty good. And, and you add a piece like Brendan Dillon, uh, that's that's a nice complimentary piece to your back end. So so they're looking good. Uh, awesome chance for Brendan Dillon. I mean, he's a great guy. Uh, he, he's actually a BC boy, and, and I don't know if all you folks know, but most of you should know by now. We are actually recording from British Columbia, Canada. He's a local BC boy. Um, hopefully we can talk to him in the offseason. That would uh, that'd be a nice treat for our fans. But let's get into the second part of at 3KA's text. He says, The people complaining about Carlson hurting our team are the same people that are praising Burns. Their contracts are similar, but Burns is 34 and Carlson is 29. If you're going to trade one of them, it has to be Brent Burns. I get the backlash will be that Carlson is injury-prone, but he didn't have any leg issues this season. I get that he's shut down for the season, but it's a freak accident this time. If we were in a playoff spot, he'd be playing like he did last year with the groin injury. Burns and Carlson are literally the same player. Burns has 41 points and is minus 21 in 59 games. And Carlson is, has 40 points, minus 15 in 56 games. They even make similar defensive lapses. A deal with Dallas sending Burns and Dell for Ben and Kudobin could be a solid swap for both teams. Uh, Dallas could really make signing Pavs for $21 million look good if they put him on the ice with Burns again. And San Jose could get more leadership, which they desperately need. In a perfect world, I'd hope to split the difference between Ben's $9.5 and Burns' $8 million. The goalies are both UFAs and have played well this season. Well, interesting take. Um, and, you know, I kind of agree with you that, you know, there's going to be some backlash about uh, talking about moving Brent Burns. He's one of the fan favorites. But looking at the numbers, I mean, I can't sit here and disagree with you. He is the older player. Um, and, you know, looking at this team, if we are indeed going through a retool, retools don't necessarily happen just in one off season, and, and in actual fact, they rarely ever happen in one off season. It takes a, it takes a couple off seasons to get a team back on track, to get them back in the playoffs. This is a competitive league. 
you know, it it once you're out of the picture, it's not that easy just to climb back into it. It takes a lot of work. You got to knock off now some other young teams that have made it into the playoffs. You got to somehow knock them out of those positions. Um, so looking at it, retool, you know, two, three years before we have a window of, of being competitive. Let's, let's just say that hypothetically, Brent Burns is going to be, you know, 36, 37 years old at that point. I don't, I don't know how well he's going to be playing in the NHL. I mean, he, he's, he has the talent. He obviously has the talent. Will he have this, have the speed at that point? I'm, I'm not too sure. Eric Carlson, on the other hand, he'll be 33 at that at that point, and I feel like Eric Carlson will still be able to contribute at a high level. So, yeah, great great text. Um, be interesting to see what the fans think about that one. Uh, but you know, the return for Brent Burns that that would also be interesting to see. I think we'd get some really good young pieces. Uh, I think we get some really important pieces for our future because let's be honest we we don't have the deepest pipeline of prospects right now so you know if you want to get those top end guys if you want to get high draft picks you have to move valuable pieces so great text from at 3ka uh everyone please contribute on the open phone 661 no 669 sorry geez that's a that was a producer t moment right there 669-201-9545 all right let's uh let's dive into another fan segment let's get into the poll question we love the poll questions on our twitter page at stick hungry pod and the reason we love it is we always get interaction from the fans on our Twitter page. Uh, our fans are Twitter are, are Twitter crazy. They're they're Twitter hungry, you might say, um, while they're listening to the Stick Hungry podcast. So the poll question this week is trade deadline related, as you uh, might expect. And like I said at the at the start of this episode. Some of this or all of this will be dated by the time you're listening uh, because it'll be Monday and most of trade deadline is probably over by the time you're listening to this podcast. But it's nice to see the contrast of what uh, I think is going to happen going into the trade deadline as well as the fans uh, based on this poll question. So let's take a look at this. The poll question, will Doug Wilson move any more players this trade deadline? Simple one. Yes, no. Right now, yes is winning 79%. 79% of fans think that Doug Wilson will move another player this trade deadline, which is interesting because I think that would indicate an actual retool. You know, moving one guy for picks, that doesn't really that that doesn't necessarily indicate a retool. You know, they could think, you know, looking at their cap situation keeping Brendan Dillon is probably not likely. So let's let's get some pieces. Let's get some draft picks. You know, e- even a team that's competitive needs draft picks moving forward because when you get into lulls, you need young guys to replenish your roster. So having those second, third round picks is important. But, you know, looking at this, the 79% think that he'll move uh, another player. So, yeah, like I said before, I think that would indicate some sort of retool or rebuild. If he trades a Brent Burns or an Eric Carlson, I think that indicates... Uh, a rebuild, a full-on rebuild, especially if those pieces coming back are are, are draft picks and young prospects. Um, 
Great interaction though. I mean, this has only been up for I'm going to I'm going to say like 35 40 minutes now, 60, 68 votes already. We, we actually have some interactions. Some people tweeted at us. Uh, Sporty Josh, a uh, big fan of the show, at Sporty Josh 6 He says, Sharks should be moving more players. Collude with, collude with Thornton and Marlowe to trade them off to contenders and sign them in, in the offseason if they want. Any UFAs they don't want to sign move them. And I think that's uh, that's going to be the trend here. I mean, I think they'll be looking to move any free agents they currently have. And, and you can look into, at the Brandon Dillon situation as an example of that. Uh, we had another tweet. Uh, Brandon Quast, actually co-host of the Soda Pod, the Minnesota Wild podcast, at, uh, what, what's his Twitter handle here? What is it? Give me, give me a second. At, at Quest Gone Wild. Give him a follow. He says, I'm sure teams are interested in Kevin LeBanc. I'm seriously questioning why we haven't heard more rumors about him. Jumbo Joe got thrown around on the Spit and Chicklets podcast with a potential trade idea to Tampa. Strange time of the year. Yeah, it is kind of strange, you know, talking about a Joe Thornton trade. You never really thought that would come up as a San Jose Sharks fan, but uh, here we are talking about it. I don't... If I was going to put money on it, and I think I've said this before in the show, I wouldn't say I would put money on Joe Thornton leaving. I think he's going to end up staying around. Um, I don't know what the price would be to get a Joe Thornton, and I just... I don't know. I don't get the sense that he's super eager to get out. I feel like he... He wants to believe he has another year in him, although I feel like this should be his last year. And I feel like he wants to think that this was just a, an offseason for the Sharks and that they can bounce back next year. Uh, that That's what I think is going on. Now, he might get moved, and by the time you heard this podcast, um, he he might be a Boston Bruin or he might be a Tampa Bay Lightning or, or on another team. But I'm guessing, I'm going to assume right now that he's still... A San Jose Shark. Uh, another interesting point of uh, Brandon's tweet uh, is Kevin LeBanc, and I think he is definitely a, a piece to be moved. The reason being is he has expressed interest in wanting to be moved. He signed that extremely team-friendly deal for $1 million uh, in, in the offseason, and it obviously hasn't worked out in his benefit whatsoever, so I can see a trade there happening. Um, and I think we would get decent value. I mean, don't don't look at the contract and think he's a $1 million guy. I mean, I don't have to tell you uh, San Jose Sharks fans about that. He's a hell of a player. He can do a lot for a team that's uh, trying to make a push for the playoffs. And I think, once again, we could get some pretty decent return on that. Um, and, you know, what it comes down to is we're going to have to look at what situation we want to be in in the next two, three years. Is it a retool? Is it a rebuild? Do we move big pieces for big pieces coming back? And what that means is first-round picks. What that means is you know, former first-round, second-round picks that are ready to make the jump into the NHL. Or do we just go into a retool? And, and maybe get some NHL players back. Maybe get some get some prospects that are ready to make the jump into the NHL this season or next year. Because one of the problems we had at the start of the year, and I think it's it, it bit us more than we thought it would, was the young guys didn't step up. And I think the problem is, is we don't really have the talent pool um, as far as our prospects go to make a push for this team. And that's why we signed Patrick Marlowe. 
I mean, it was it was no uh, it was no secret that the reason we signed Patrick Marlowe onto the team earlier this year was because the young guys didn't make a push. And if that's a continuing trend going on into the next season, into the next two seasons, that is a major issue for the San Jose Sharks. Moving players like Brendan Dillon for draft picks, second, third round draft picks, that's a great move. But it's going to be three to five years until those players can actually make a push and try and make this roster. If that, I mean, we all know second round picks are no guarantee to make the NHL. Hell, first round picks are no guarantee to make the NHL and third round picks even less. So the chance that we actually get an NHL player out of this Brendan Dillon trade are fairly slim. Not saying I think it's a bad deal. I think it's a pretty good deal for what we got back. But I think that Doug Wilson should look at some prospects to kind of fill that gap. I mean, we've had... I don't know. I I, I don't want to I don't want to diss our scouts here, but we haven't had the strongest draft record in the last five or so years. So I think we need to replenish that a bit uh, by getting players that are maybe two three years into their development. Um, so that's 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 my rant about that. That's uh, that's the end of the poll question segment. Uh, I kind of went on a little long on that one, but once again, you can follow us on Twitter where we have our poll questions at Stick Hungry Pod. And also, as always, follow the network, the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, We have a little tradition on this show, and we might as well keep it going. We have the Tankathon segment, so let's jump right into it. All right. It's Tankathon time. And... Uh, a little hint, little hint. We got some, we got some big news uh, coming with with Tankathon and and some other people coming soon. That's all I'm going to say. But anyways, the NHL Draft Lottery Simulator right now, it's gotten worse, folks. That's right. The San Jose Draft Pick, which Ottawa owns, is down to number five. We're in the top five. We have an 8.5 percent chance of winning the first overall pick which Ottawa would take. We also have a 26.1% chance of landing in the top three. I'm not liking these numbers. But anyways, we're going to roll with it. It's the NHL Draft Lottery Simulator. I'm going to roll one for Producer T. Let's uh, let's see how Producer T can, can handle this roll. The first overall draft pick goes to the Detroit Red Wings. They stay put. They deserve it. They've had a... A shitter of a season. I think, actually, you know what? I saw a tweet. I should have it in front of me, and I, and I don't, but look it up, folks. Um, they are the first team since the 03-04 Pittsburgh Peng- Penguins to be eliminated from the playoffs before the NHL trade deadline. Now, how about that? And I think, I think that Penguins season resulted in them drafting Sidney Crosby. So, uh... Detroit Red Wings fans, if you're listening, how's that for an omen? I mean, you might you, you might get a pretty good player out of this, and I hope you get that first overall draft pick. If this is any indication of what's going to happen, uh, I, I'd say you got it locked down. Number two overall, the Los Angeles Kings. Number three, moving up 10 spots, the New York Rangers. Our pick, the San Jose pick, goes down one spot with uh, going number six, going to Ottawa. So let's roll it again. This is my roll. 
going up six spots. Wow, this is this is an interesting one. I, I like it when it when it mixes it up a little bit. The first overall pick, the Montreal Canadiens, who had a six point five percent chance of this happening. The number two pick, the Buffalo Sabres, moving up seven spots, moving down one spot, the Los Angeles Kings. Our pick moving down two spots to number seven. And one last one, one one for the show, one for the people. You're not going to like this one. Moving up five spots, the New Jersey Devils with the first overall pick. Moving up three spots, the San Jose Sharks draft pick, which goes to Ottawa at number two. And then number three, the New York Rangers moving up 10 spots. Good, good tankathon run for the New York Rangers. They, they actually moved up in the top three uh, tw- two times out of, out of that tankathon. So good run for them. Um, it's always a fun time. And, and stay tuned uh, in the next couple weeks. There's going to be some more news. Uh, from Tankathon and the Hockey Podcast Network, it's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna be fan interactive. You guys, you guys are gonna love this one actually. So uh, make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you follow at HockeyPodNet for the latest news on everything to do with Tankathon and the Hockey Podcast Network. All right, I think that's pretty much it. I think that's pretty much the show. Um, It'll be interesting when I wake up on Monday. I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up. Actually, you know what? I got an early dentist appointment on Monday, so I'm gonna be up early. I'm gonna be one of those guys, 5:30 a.m. watching TSN, watching SportsCenter, watching the trade deadline show, seeing what's going on. I'll be I'll be tweeting. I'll be tweeting in the morning. So if you if you're listening to this right now and you're one of the early risers and you're up at four in the morning, five in the morning, and you heard this. I'll be up soon. I'll be up soon tweeting. You can follow my Twitter at DYL underscore THPN. You can follow the show's Twitter at StickHungryPod. You can follow the network at HockeyPodNet. Let's hope the San Jose Sharks do well this trade deadline. Let's hope we get some good value from our players if we choose to move them. And if we stay put, fans, don't be too disappointed because... As a GM, you have to look at the return you're getting for your players. You can't go into a trade deadline saying, I want to be a seller. I want to move these three players and just take anything for them. You have to look at what's coming back the other way. But anyways, I think that's enough of me rambling on. Uh, Producer T will be back for the next episode. I'm sure he will. You know, these uh, these Producer T trips uh, to a far and distant land, they actually don't last that long. He's normally back for the next episode. Uh, I think one of these days, you know what I think we should do, guys? I think we should... I think we should make Producer T go solo. I think we should try that out. Maybe I should take a trip to a distant land, uh, the distant land of trail where Producer T likes to hang out. Maybe I should do that, let him ride solo for an episode. But you guys, if we do that, you have to promise to call in on the open phone, to text in, help him out, and as always, our phone lines are always open for you to send a voicemail at 669-201-9545. Thank you for joining us on the Stick Hungry Podcast. You are home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. And we will catch you on Thursday. Thursday.